Blog Talk Radio.
swing, and tonight our World Series will be uh, wrapping up, but it is the full trifecta. All right, of course, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball news and notes, Wednesday Wikipedia, Lucinda's lyrics, TJ's motivational moment. You already know a jam-packed show for you once again. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break. On the outside of this, we'll do the NFL recap for week eight. Bring in everybody live on Facebook Live, and then you know it. We are in full effect, have a full panel tonight. The fearsome foursome, riding on in. I was going to sing a song, but I think I'll wait. The fearsome foursome is in the house, though. DJ A. Lou, Terry, and Janelle, they will be on the line in just a bit of time. Oh, you, do you feel it? Oh, come on now. Let's go and get to it. We'll jump into a break. We'll be right back. NFL Week 8 Recap. It's LL Sports 2 with DJ. Oh, let's get it. VIP. Let's kick it. Alright, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up the stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance. Corrupt the speaker that boom. Your brain like a poisonous mushroom Deadly When I play a dope melody Anything less than the best Is a felony Love it or leave it You better gain weight You better hit fools Out of kids don't play If there was a problem Yo, I'll solve it Check out the hook While my DJ revolves it Yeah. 
But anyway, Chargers, they did beat the Bears 17-16. Uh, Rivers was 19 of 29, 201 yards with a touchdown and an interception. Trubisky, 23 of 35, 253 yards, did have an interception. Now, the Bears took a knee with 43 seconds remaining before attempting the game-winning field goal. Um, now, the attempt was made with only four seconds left. So, again, they took the knee, <laughs> wasted all that time, then allowed their, their kicker, Panero, uh, to come out there, 41-yard field goal. Now, should have made it, should have been just a regular old kick. I mean, that's what they do. They get paid to kick the ball through the uprights, that's their only job. And he missed. What'd you say? And so, of course, it was all that, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking, second-guessing the coach. Matt Nagy was very, uh, you know, definitive in his answer. He said, what was I going to do, run the ball? He said, whenever the, whenever they know that you're going to run the ball, you lose three or four yards, what are we going to do, pass the ball? Could have got it intercepted. Yeah, but you could have ran the ball and picked up six or seven yards, and you could have thrown the ball and picked up a first down. I mean, anything could have happened, yes, but was it too much pressure for the kicker? I don't know, but it was 41 yards. My goodness. When did it become impossible for kickers to kick within 50? It used to be, you know, you got worried at past 50, the 51, 55 yards, but now 41, 37, 32 yards. You just holding on for dear life. And these kickers are holding on for their jobs, and a lot of them need to let go. Let it go because the teams are looking for another TKO kicker. <laughs> okay. So then we have the Lions beating the Giants 31-26. Stafford 25-32, 342 yards. He had three touchdowns and an interception. Jones, I guess the thrill is gone in New York. He was 28-41, 322 yards, but he did have four touchdowns. Still came up with the loss. So Eagles put the beat down on the Bills. The, the Eagles are one of those squads where you just never know who is going to show up. The Eagles, the Titans, let's see, the Jets. And there's another one out there. But it's like, who who is going to show up for, for the for the team this week? But the, the Eagles and Wentz, they decided they, the backs were against the wall. They had to come. They're trying to stay, you know, in line with the Cowboys. Cowboys were off this week. They had their bye. So I guess they were trying to pick up ground, gaining momentum. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> Eagles, they beat the Bills 31-13. Wentz. He had a little pedestrian day, though, 17 of 24, only 172 yards, had a touchdown. Howard, he rushed for 23 rushes for 96 yards and a touchdown. Um, Sanders had 118 yards from scrimmage, though, and he had a touchdown. But for Buffalo, Allen, Kyle Allen, 16 of 34, 169 yards, did have two touchdowns, but he also had eight rushes for 45 yards. Gore only had nine rushes for 34 yards, so... Like I said, Eagles showed up on both sides of the ball on Sunday, offense and defense. Rams took care of business for um, against the Bengals, beating them 24 to 10. Was there any doubt really with that? I'm kind of surprised that the score was um, they only scored 24, but. Again, took care of business. That's all they needed was one point more than their opponent. Golf was 17 of 31, 372 yards. He had two touchdowns. Um, Dalton. 32 of 52, 329 yards and a touchdown. And is that the last we'll see of Andy Dalton this season? We'll definitely talk about that. Broncos fell to the Colts. This was a very tight, um, tight-knit tight game. Flacco was 20 of 32, only 174 yards. Lindsey, excuse me, 14 rushes for 59 yards. Flacco also was a little banged up in this. Um, you saw him on the sidelines getting his neck readjusted. So, 
We'll have to see it. But I do believe that Flacco is out for the game on this Sunday. But for the Colts, Brissett, 15 of 25, 202 yards. Mack rushed uh, 19 rushes for 76 yards and a touchdown. T.Y. Hilton, he was a pedestrian, two two receptions for only 54 yards. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to your girl, T.J., tonight. Got to give everybody a shout-out. I see you on the timeline here. That's my mommy, Denise Green, in the house. She said, what's going on, T.J.? That's my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, tuning in. Kim Street, Auntie Kim in the house. Alvin says, Alvin George, I see you, TJ. Have a great show. Thank you so much, Alvin. Misty Joyner down and my sister in the house. Thank you so much. Demarcus, thank you so much for tuning in to the show again. Natasha, my sister in the house. What's going on, Tasha? Sandra, what's going on? How are you? She says, Houston in the house. Houston representing. So sorry to hear about uh, T, um, J.J. Watt. Man, we're going to get into that as well. But, oh, see, there we go. Uh-oh, hold on. Here we go. This thing is so Kevin Sanders in the house. Kevin, it's lonely at the top. That's all I'm going to say right now. Jerome Boogie Man Davis in the house. Thank you so much. He says, I'm on my daddy duties and cooking. I'll be on and off. Well, watch your appreciation when you're on, and we're going to miss you when you're off. Jemiah Lewis in the house. Thank you so much for tuning in. Demond Smith, that's my cousin from Vegas. Monique, I see you in the house. And Justin Felton, thank each and every one of you for tuning into the house tonight. Jerome says the field goal posts are closer. <laughs> that's why they're missing them like they are. Oh, they moved the field goal posts? Did they really, Jerome? Really, did they do that? Okay, well, they need to move them back. How about that? <laughs> All right, so let's get back to the recap of week eight. Had the Jaguars beating down the Jets, 29-15. to 15. Darnold, 21 of 30, 218 yards, two touchdowns with three interceptions. Thought that the, you know, the fact that Darnold coming back, you know, they have Le'Veon Bell. Um, C.J. Mosley is still missing, but, you know, they have um, Adams, but, Jets are another one of those teams. You just never know who's going to show up for, um, you know, who's going to show up to play uh, any given week. But for the Jaguars, Minshew, he is still shooing his men. How about that? <laughs> 22 of 34, 279 yards with three touchdowns. Fournette ran uh, 19 rushes, 76 yards, also had seven receptions for 60 yards. Bucks fell to the Titans and if you listen to the coach, it was by no fault of Jameis Winston. Coach put it out there, said that the receivers were not running their routes properly, they were not in their places, and they let Jameis Winston down. Hey, if your coach is going to stick up for you in the good and the bad, can you get too mad about it? I don't know. Did you get too mad about it? Well, you have to get so mad. Okay, anyway, Titans 27 over the Bucks 23. Winston was 21 of 43, 301 yards, two touchdowns, did have two interceptions, also rushed um, for 53 yards. Evans, 11 receptions for 190 yards, and he had two touchdowns. But for the Titans, Tannehill, 21 of 33, 193 yards, and he did have three touchdowns. Raiders fell to the Texans 24-27. Carr, he had three touchdowns. Um, he was 18 of 30 for 285 yards. Watson, with the swollen eye and all, 27 of 39, 279 yards, three touchdowns. But that last touchdown was a thing of beauty. The man threw it off of his back foot, falling down with one eye. Can it get any better than that? Well, the Houston Texans will soon find out. Hopefully, though, he will heal up um, pretty 
pretty quickly. He could not participate in the World Series festivities tonight. I think he was supposed to be part of some ceremony, but they said that, you know, his eye was too swole, so he couldn't participate. But they are expecting him to be um, suited up on the game for this coming Sunday. Carlos Hyde had 19 rushes for 83 yards. But the bad news for the um, for the Houston Texans, once again, their cornerstone of the defense, J.J. Watt, is out for the remainder of the season um, with a pectoral muscle injury. He took to Twitter. As a matter of fact, he had, um, announced his um, being out for the rest of the season, took to Twitter saying, I quote, absolutely gutted that I won't be able to finish the season with my guys and give the fans what they deserve. I truly love this game and can't stand letting you guys down. Thank you for all of the thoughts and well wishes, end quote. So just sad just to see him have to go out once again. And is this, you know, is this a sign that it might be, you know, time for him to hang up his cleats? We saw what injuries did to Andrew Luck. You know, when you see um, a, a, a just a talented player like that with consistent injuries, and the, the sad part about it is J.J. seems to have just his whole body. You know, if it's not his, his uh, pectoral, I think he's had a pectoral injury before, but, you know, he had the arm injury. He's had the, um, you know, the leg injury, the ACL injury. So, man, and you can kind of tell that it's wearing down on him, you know, just saying that, you know, uh, he's more concerned about letting his fans and, and the team down, you know, than he is about being injured. So we'll have to see. Only time will tell. We all know that players do not want to go out. We, you know, they don't want to have their swan song end with an injury. So, well, like I said, only time will tell. We'll have to see if he'll be able to, you know, make it back to the field. Browns fell to the Patriots. Did we think anything different? Patriots 27, Browns 13, Mayfield 20 of 31, 194, I'm sorry, 194 yards with a touchdown and an interception. The Browns committed turnovers on three straight snaps. Not three different drives, but their first three snaps. Two fumbles by Nick Chubb and then an interception. That had to be the ugliest interception I've ever seen. But then an interception by Baker Mayfield. So, again, three straight snaps. All had turnovers for the Browns. Can't win if you, you know, you haven't, uh, if you're beating yourself. All right, Tom Brady, 20 of 36, 259 yards. He had two touchdowns. Sonny Michelle, 21 rushes for 74 yards. Bill Belichick now becomes the third coach to reach his 300th career win, and that does include the playoffs. Um, his first win came as head coach with the Cleveland Browns. Thought that was, you know, pretty ironic there. Had to mention that little tidbit. And so now he joins Don Shula with 347 wins and George Hallis with 324. All right, so shout out to you there, Bill Belichick. And, yes, the Patriots remain undefeated. All right, Chiefs, they fell to the Packers on Sunday night football 31-24. Again, Chiefs were not with, uh, they were without, I should say, Patrick Mahomes. He has been practicing. They are saying there's a possibility that he may return to the field on Sunday. But, again, are you rushing him? Are you putting him back uh, behind center too soon? You have a backup for a reason, and the backup is getting paid. So you have to see what you have. And what you don't want to do is further or risk further injury with your, um, you know, with your elite uh, quarterback there. But, Packers, they took care of business. Um, Rodgers, 23 of 33, 305 yards and three touchdowns. Um, And Jones, 13 rushes. Aaron Jones, 13 rushes for 67 yards. I'm telling you, 
the Packers are clicking, and they're clicking on all cylinders. It was the defense that was holding the Packers up, kind of like how the Patriots were there for the beginning of the season, but the Packers' offense, <laughs> they are rolling down that river, okay? Uh, Jones, 13 rushes, 67 yards, also had seven receptions coming out of the backfield for 159 yards and two touchdowns. For the Chiefs, um, Matt Moore, 24-36, 267 yards with two touchdowns. McCoy ran for nine rushes for 40 yards. Kelsey had 63 yards off of four receptions, and he um, contributed to touchdown as well. And then Monday Night Football, did anybody watch it? It was kind of entertaining there at the beginning. The, the Dolphins quickly went up 14 and nothing, and we were like, is it possible? Will the Steelers lose to the Dolphins, give the Dolphins their first win, break their streak of, of what was it, like eight straight uh, consecutive wins on what, 15? It might have been uh, more than that, 15 straight wins on Monday night football at home. Yeah, they are who we thought they were. Steelers went ahead after halftime, took care of business, had, um, I think, 27 straight points, so <laughs> they took care of business. Now, this was the Dolphins' 10th straight loss, all right? So question remains, will the Dolphins win a game this year? All right, now let's go ahead, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call. Hit me up on the timeline. Hit me up on the phone lines. I definitely want to hear what you have to say. Let's go ahead and move to our teams now. Seahawks came to the Dirty South in the A, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and took care of business. It was nowhere near as close as this score would indicate. Seahawks took care of business 27-20, to 20, Wilson 14-20, of 20, only 182 yards, but he did have two touchdowns. Carson 20 rushes for 90 yards and a touchdown. Lockett had an even 100 yards on six receptions, and Metcalf there. Um, the Seahawks rookie wide receiver this year, three receptions for only 13 yards, but he did have two touchdowns. Um, Matt Ryan did sit out because we know that he is um, suffering from an ankle injury. We know that he didn't practice last week, and so um, Coach thought it was best to just go ahead and sit him for this game. So Matt Schaub came in for the Falcons. He had a pretty good, you know, day, 39-52. Well, I don't know if that's that good. Had 52 attempts. Um, but 39-52, 460 yards with a touchdown and an interception. Julio Jones, 10 receptions, 152 yards, and Freeman ran for 39 yards on 13 rushes. So, um, I don't know. Um, you, you can never count out a team, uh, but it's just it's just it's sad and it's depressing for what the Falcons are putting out on on the field um, each and every Sunday. Arthur Blank, um, they caught up with him after the game. Of course, he was saying that he was just extremely disappointed, um, you know, in the outcomes of the game, saying that, you know, had they played just the second half, they would have won the game. Well, that's not how it works there, Mr. Arthur Blank, even though I know that you wish, you know, it could be. But, uh, again, Seahawks, they took care of business, beating the Falcons 27-20. to 20. And you know it, once again, in my opinion, I have to save the best for last. We did took care of business once again. Took care of business handily. All my 49er fans out there, can I get a hell yeah? Yes, that's our motto. Quest for six is real. If you want to doubt us, please keep doubting us because it seems to be a recipe for winning for us. I'm telling you, you know that I am very superstitious. Not even going to sing that because that one is too easy. But I'm telling you, I had a foresight. I had a, well, what is it, the wherewithal, the whatever it was. I was going to wear something on the show last week. But I said, oh, no, Kimo Sabi, 
Don't change from your normal pattern, and I didn't. And now we stay, we sit 7-0. and We beat the Panthers. They said that the Panthers was going to be our, our best test so far uh, to date. Whatever it was, they want to talk about our strength of schedule. Well, let's talk about it. Kyle Allen, he was 4-0. and uh, White Lightning, Christian McCaffrey, he was supposed to be the best thing coming since sliced white bread. Well, let me tell you what my 49ers did. We came, we saw, and we conquered with a 50-bird, 50 51-13. to 13. I, can't, I can't contain myself. I can just talk about it. Jimmy Garoppolo, oh, goodness, who wants to call in the middle of the show? Sorry about that. Somebody's hating. The devil is always busy. Nobody calls me during 8 to 10 on Wednesday nights, but you know what it is. I got to keep on talking. That was just a dot, dot, dot. Let me pick up where I left off. Garoppolo was 18 and 22, 175 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Keep talking about Garoppolo as not being what we need him to be. Can he be? Can he throw the long ball? Well, when he needs to throw the long ball, we'll find out about it. But until then, we're going to keep rushing, keep rolling, and keep running that ball. Coleman was 11, had 11 rushes for 105 yards, and count them. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Uno, dos, cuatro, tres. Hope I got it right. Four touchdowns. You better count it. Kittle, six receptions. It was National Tight End Day on Sunday. Did y'all know that? That's something that they made up, but we'll celebrate it anyway. Kittle, Kittle. Oh, Kittle, Kittle. Give me that tight end in the middle. That's my saying. I got to get me a jersey. Anybody want to give me an early Christmas present? Number 85 would kill on the back. Six receptions for 86 yards. And Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders, the brother, just got to town. Just had his first uh, first practices with the team and had his first touchdown on Sunday. Four receptions, 25 yards, and a touchdown. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel my excitement, my enthusiasm? I hope so because this is all you're going to get because I said I was going to be nice and cordial today. So I think I got it out. Did I even talk about the Panthers? Why talk about the Panthers? They only put up 13 points. But McCaffrey, he had 14, 14 rushes. Did put up 117 yards on his and with a touchdown. But that's all they got. That's all they can hang the hat on. Did, did you hear what I said the score was? 51 to 13. So, Kevin Sanders, you're, you're not up there by yourself. Now, I, know I, I said it's lonely at the top. Those 49ers, we sitting right up there with you. 7 and 0. Did I think this is where we would be when the season started? I'm not going to lie to you, but am I happy we're there? Oh, you best believe. I am so happy, so ecstatic. I I can't contain myself. Okay, deep breath, Tina, deep breath. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. On that note, I think that's just the perfect time to stop. I was going to get into some of the news and notes, but I think I'll just wait till I bring in the fearsome foursome, and we can all talk about it together. And then if they still want to talk about my win, what, what was the score again? 51-13 to 13 if anybody missed it. If you're coming in late, the San Francisco 49ers scored 51 points on the Carolina Panthers, the team that everybody said was going to be our first real competition. It's 32 teams in the league. I feel like if 32 teams are suiting up, then everybody's competition, right? It's the NFL. You got to come. You have to come to play, and you have to be ready to play. And the 49ers, we were ready to play 51-13. I'm not going to say it again. I'm going to jump to a break. On the outside of this break, though, it'll be time to bring in the fearsome foursome. I can't wait, y'all. Can you? Ah, let's go get to it. We'll be right back after the break. LS Force 2 with TJ.
Ladies love sports too with TJ. Oh, you 
know they do. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. That was a little bit of old Jay's old school for you because you know the forty nineers. They are my darling, darling babies. All right now. So with that, it is time to bring in the ladies of sports. You already know. Oh, we're missing everybody. Hold on, we're missing one. Somebody need to hit one. Hold on, here we go. I got I got two of my three out here. Hey, Lou, Janelle. I know Terry. I think I see Terry, but she just got to hit number one for me. Ladies, do you can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes. All right. I Welcome, ladies. There she go. Hello, Janelle. Can y'all hear me? Hold on. There's some force in the house, Terry. Is that you? That's me. All day long. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, ladies. This is Terry, Terry, Terry. Oh, boy. What's going on, ladies? What's going on? How y'all doing this wonderful Wednesday evening? Bless. Clearly well, not as good as you. Well. <laughs> Don't be oh, hating now, Janelle. We just got started. Now. Nobody is hating. I nobody <laughs> is hating. Don't start with me today. Don't do it. Don't don't come for me today. You don't want it with me today. Oh my goodness. I love you. Eric Corp in the house. Thank you for tuning in to the show. Ari, I see you in the house. Thank you so much, y'all, for tuning in. All right, ladies. So. Let's go ahead and, and does anybody want to talk about uh, uh, any of the, the games real quick, that, the games that you saw that you want to, before I kind of hear the oh, conversation? I'll, I'll save mine uh, for my lyrics. Uh, but, TV, I just have to say, congrats. You guys are doing very well. I must say, um, other than the Patriots, you guys are there. So um, I know you're excited and, and cheery. You sound a little leery. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm doing very well. Very, very. I'm feeling very well, even in the midst of my, you know, my little bit of being under the weather. It just doesn't matter today because you know there's something about being seven and zero. Kind of y'all are doing. Y'all are doing outstanding. I saw that score. And I say what? I said, let me look again. I 
No, right now TJ is caught up in the moment. She promised me this week that she was going to try to contain herself. I promise you, I will post your text messages. You told me that you was going to try to put some act right on, and I promise you don't have it on. I promise I you that. Well, I mean, I had to get it out. I had to get it out now. I'm still seven to know. I mean, we've been. Yes, you are. About 500 y'all last like, week. I would just like to point out one thing. Do you mm-hmm. remember when you and I um, spoke about um, back in 2016, 2017, when, when you guys um, took the, the, our offensive co- coordinator and Ms. Lucinda said, oh, ain't no offensive coordinator going to become no head coach and make that much of a difference? And what did I tell her? You just don't understand this boy's game. And what has happened, you guys, with 7-0, Chicken tail. Yeah, it took I, us a minute now. I mean, this is what his third, fourth season. So, but we had to get healthy. You know, we had to have the right pieces. You know, in in place, pieces of the puzzle together. Um, but I but think it, to our to our front office, the, the players that we have been drafting. Um, you know, and this is not just me saying this. This is like the pundits and everything. Um, everybody is saying that we have one of the fastest teams in the league. Definitely have one of the um fastest defenses in the league. And let me just go ahead while I'm while I'm speaking on this. Uh, the 49ers and Kevin Sanders, I hope that you are listening. Um, Angelo Jackson, I hope that you are listening. Just, you know, just, just the facts. Uh-oh. I'm just Uh-oh. reading the facts. 49ers now have the number one oh no, ranked defense in the league. And our rushing offense this season in attempts, 272 we rank first. In touchdowns, uh, we rank first. Yards, we uh, with 1,268, we ranked third. And fumbles, we've only um, had one fumble, and that's tied for second. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that you right to act right, Janelle. <laughs> that no, right, Janelle. That erased <laughs> all of the act right. I'm telling you, I love it though. I love it when she gets like this because it makes for a very crazy show. Well, no, she just uh, she's just quoting stats, stats, and so when she does that, uh, you know, you got to accept it. Uh, you know, even though it's for her team, but you know, she she knows her stuff. So, CJ, I'm, I, kudos, kudos is all I can say is kudos. Thank you, and you know what, Aunt Lou, I appreciate it because I know this difficult for you. Um, I, I hear, <laughs> no, I, I hear the clarity in your voice. I do hear a little bit of strain, you know, every time when you, you know, oh put that good, but I, I appreciate, I appreciate that effort because I know, um, thank you, thank you. All right, ladies. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. CJ, it, it is not difficult for me. I'm looking at your red lips right now. And I, it is not difficult for me because right now you guys are succeeding and, you know, doing well. But, you know, this is Here it comes. Uh, right now. Get, yeah, I pick up on it. There, yeah, there it is. All it right. is. It's yeah. not going to last uh-huh. long. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, I'm just saying anything, anything can happen. Anything can That's happen. Right. So I'm just, I'm just going to say we have two losses. We have two losses. And I'm, and I'm happy for you because, you know, I hope you stay like this for the whole season. I really do. Yeah, I, I hope I do too. <laughs> uh-uh. All right. Did, you, did you see that shade? She was trying to slide in there. Yeah, I know. That was yeah. awesome. <laughs> All right, ladies. So, um, so on, on a serious note here, um, as I mentioned, with Houston Texans, 
Uh, we now know that J.J. Watt is going to be lost for the remainder of the season with a pectoral muscle That's injury. That's so terrible. It is. And, you know, he had his, his fair share of different injuries. So, um, ladies, I pose the question, do you think we have seen the last of J.J. Watt? I don't know, but if it is, that is so sad because he is such a uh, – he's a player, a, a player that I love to watch. He's so explosive when he's healthy. Just a cornerstone of that defense. And, you know, yes. it's just – it's one thing, you know, for him for him to be injured, but I think just his thought that he relayed in that tweet, you know, saying how he was just so devastated for, for letting his fans down, you know, not giving them what they deserve. I think that speaks volumes for a player because, you know, at the end of the day, these are just some overgrown kids, you know, playing a sport, um, and they just get paid very, you know, very heavily for it. But to know and appreciate that it is for the fans. Yeah, you're out there doing your job, but if the fans weren't in the stands, you know, you wouldn't be able to get these, you know, these, um, these paychecks. So, just the fact that he, you know, took the time and, and that's what he was concerned with. Um, I don't know. He's just he's just one of those premier players in the league, both uh, on and off the field. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I guess so. Okay. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. But I, do, I do hope that he returns because, you know, like I said, I hate to see a, a player um, a player leave on an injury. I know no player wants wants their career to end like that. So I am uh, hopefully um, I'm wishing you know speedy recovery for him and that he does return back to uh, back to the field. All right, so I want to get some news and notes here, ladies. So for the uh, L.A. Chargers, they fired their offensive coordinator Ken Wisenhunt. Um, head coach Anthony Lynn said, "I quote: uh, You win as a team and you lose as a team. It's never about just one person." At the end of the day, however, I simply felt a change was needed at this time. I want to thank Ken for his years of service to the Chargers organization and wish him nothing but the best moving forward, end quote. Um, so, ladies, I don't know if you can see the Chargers play um, a lot, but they have been pretty inconsistent, and they have definitely not been playing up to their expectations. But uh, quick question, do you think that firing the offensive coordinator is going to move them in the right direction? In all honesty, in all honesty, that doesn't always um, solve the solve the problem. And I think in this case, that I really don't think that's going to solve the problem. If they have more than just um, their offense, their inconsistency on the offensive side. That's the problem. They need, uh, you know, my model: shake the tree. It's whatever it takes, shake the tree to fix the issue. It doesn't matter if you start from the bottom to the top or from the top to the bottom, but you you need to look at more than just moving one piece in order to fix an issue like you're having because it takes more than just one piece to cause that inconsistency, and that's not the only issue that they're having. And it's right. sad because the Chargers last year were were really good, so I don't know what's going on with them right now. Well, you know, one thing with the Chargers that, that remains consistent, they are never a powerhouse throughout the season. They either start slow right. and finish fast, or they finish fast and start and or they start start fast and finish slow. They are never consistent all the way through the season, and I don't know how that is. Um, I don't know, um, but I don't. Uh, Terry, hey Lou, is one of y'all want to chime in for us? Yeah, I agree with you, ladies. Um, but like what uh, Janelle is saying, that you know you can move one piece, 
But if there's more than one issue going on, if you, regardless of whether you have to start at the top or the bottom, you've got to connect the pieces. Moving one piece of the puzzle and not changing around the other pieces, then that still doesn't mean that, you know, you fix the the, the team. you got to work mm-hmm. collectively. you got to work as, as a whole. Right. You know, and that's the same thing, you know, like with, with you know, our faculty. They, they are missing pieces of the puzzle and getting rid of the picture, you know, is not solving the issue. And, and on top of that, you can't have one person playing two roles. You can't be a defensive coordinator and a head coach. You got to make your mind up. You're going to do one or the other. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hold on, ladies. I want you to hold the thought about your, about your soccer. I am going to get y'all um, in the news and notes. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no hold that. I definitely talk about it. Ain't Luke? Um, I agree with the ladies. I agree. Um, because they, I've noticed their inconsistency as well. Um, I don't know what they what they need. I, I think they just have to have a desire to want to win. And with that hmm. desire, they gonna they're gonna move. Uh, you know, they're gonna be consistent because because anybody that's really focused, like your team right now, and and those folks, uh, the these teams are right now, and they these guys have a desire to win, so therefore they're gonna stay focused and do what they have to do, and that's that's what it is consistency. You got to be consistent. That's true. That is definitely true. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. The fifth and foursome is in the house. Packed panel for you once again. What's up, Ryan Taylor? That's my cousin. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. Kim Street in the house. My cousin Nikki, I see you. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Latrell, thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. I'd make sure I go back far enough. All right. So you know what I was thinking uh, with inspiring the office coordinator. Does it have something to do with Melvin Gordon and his seems like his um, lack of offense uh, that he's been putting up since he returned back to the team? So it makes me wonder if one, if Ken Wisenhunt just Wisenhunt wasn't utilizing uh, Melvin Gordon, or if there was maybe like a rift between the player and the coach. Now I don't know why if there was that, that Melvin wouldn't be performing. Um, you know, out on the field, and ultimately, I do believe that the head coach should have the final say. But since Melvin Gordon has returned, he has been a non-factor, and that is surprising to me. So I'm wondering if something is going on there, and maybe you know, with Coach uh, Land thinking that okay, if we get a new new voice in um, for the offense, if that will kind of you know give them a spark, give them a boost, but. I, I totally agree with you, ladies. I think that just moving one piece of the puzzle um, doesn't always necessarily, you know, equate to big change because they have been entirely too inconsistent the charge. So we shall see, though. We shall definitely see. All right, so moving on to some more news and notes here. Um, a. Lou, for your Seahawks, Coach Pete Carroll, he confirmed that Senator Justin Britt has a torn uh, ACL, so he is now going through uh, knee reconstructive surgery. So your center... Um, is out. Um, bad news there for the Seahawks. Uh, the Raiders, they have re-signed linebacker Brandon Marshall. Now, I wanted to get to this here real quick. The New York Jets. So we all know that the trade deadline, it came yesterday. Uh, it was up at 4 p.m. Some notable moves um, in the trade were, uh, let's see, 
Uh, the Dolphins, they traded their running back, Kenyon Drake, to the Cardinals. Um, the Dolphins also received from the Rams. So the Rams traded cornerback Akeem Talib and a 2020 fifth-round pick to the Dolphins for a 2022 seventh-round pick. So the Dolphins won't get their their pick until 2022, but the um, Rams, they receive a fifth-round 2020 pick. Basically, this move was just to dump. Uh, it was basically a contract dump so that they could free up seemingly some money so that they would be able to sign Jalen Ramsey to a uh, future contract. So it looks like the Rams are just trying to um, open up some, you know, open up some money. Now, um, there was one more trade. Oh, no. Uh, for the Washington Redskins, their offensive tackle, Trent Williams, since he was not traded by the deadline, he has now said he's going to end his holdout and he will be reporting to the team. He did miss eight games um, and the seven-time Pro Bowler, but he had been upset with the medical staff of the uh, Washington team saying that they didn't diagnose him properly um, in his uh, in his season last year and the year before. But I'm curious to see if Trent Williams is going to pull a Jalen Ramsey and all of a sudden have these injuries to keep him out of practice and keep him out of the game. That may be seen. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Janelle, were you going to say something? No, but I have to ask you a question. Was that um, was that the end of your list of moves that were made? Because you sure did mention the fact that for the second dog on time, the Falcons have let go of the best kicker ever. I mean, for real. Yeah, well, I, was, I was getting to that because there's a lot of kickers on the move. So I well, well, yeah. Look, uh, hold on. I want to talk. I want to talk about the Jets here really quick, and then we're going to move to your Falcons because it kind of goes in with some other some other teams that have let their their kickers go as well. So, um, for the New York Jets, though, their safety, cornerback, um, uh, no safety, Jamal Adams. So Jamal Adams is, is the one bright spot on the New York Jets defense since CJ Mosley has still been um, is recovering from his injury. So before the trade deadline. Uh, Jamal Adams said he went into the front office for the for the uh, New York Jets. You know, played his case talking about you know how he loves being a Jet, doesn't want to be moved. Said that the GM assured him that they were not thinking about trading him. Yada yada yada. Well, then Jamal Adams' agent promptly tells Jamal that the Jets were fielding uh, calls from the Dallas Cowboys, saying that the Dallas Cowboys had offered a first round pick and two second round picks. Jamal Adams is in his feelings, and he is distraught. He took Twitter yesterday saying, as I quote, at the end of the week last week, I sat down with the GM and Coach Gates and told them I want to be here in New York. I was told yesterday by my agent that the GM then went behind my back and shipped me around the team, even after I asked him to keep me here. Crazy business, end quote. Now, ladies, my question is Jamal that naive to think that this is not a business? I, I, don't, I wouldn't call it naivety, but you, here's my thing. As a player, you would hope that people would actually take your loyalty to, to the team to heart. You know what I mean? I, okay. I, don't, I, I don't feel like um, – well, maybe it is him being naive, honestly. Maybe, but I wouldn't say it, it, it being him naive to this being a business. I, I just think that he's naive to believe that 
um, teams are that are going to be that loyal to you because whatever it takes under any circumstances, we have seen this over and over. When you least expect it, oh, they'll put you on the chopping block. Whatever it mm-hmm. takes for them to get what they want, it don't matter how loyal you've been to a team, they'll put you on the chopping block in a heartbeat. Right. I agree. Exactly. So I guess that's my my my, my um why I'm so puzzled because like Jamal, where have you been for the last hundred years? I mean, this is what they do in the NFL. Now, I agree with you, Janelle. Now, if the GM just sat there and, and looked him in his face and told him there is no way in the world that we're going to pray to you know yada yada yada, and then okay, then we hear this news, that would be wrong. But the GM. Excuse me, the GM did come back out, I think it was today and yesterday, excuse me, later on in the evening, and he stated that he did not stop um, Jamal Adams. He said that he received phone calls, though, because people were inquiring about Jamal Adams' services. Now, in that instance, I still think that the team or the GM would be wrong because if you're saying that this is your cornerstone of your defense where you want to build your defense around, if people are calling and inquiring about him, it should have just been shut down. He's not available. Exactly. No matter what you exactly. give me, he's not going to be available. And I think maybe that's where the betrayal comes in for Jamal Adams, where he thinks that, you know, the team basically lied to him and stabbed him in the back. Um, how do you, What do you guys think about maybe that approach? That if, even if the Cowboys did come calling, the Jets should have just shut it down completely and been like, no discussion needed. He's not for sale. I agree one hundred percent. That that is you are dead on the money with that. That should have been shut down. If and and the thing is, if if they had handled the situation like that, he probably would have taken uh, the whole thing better. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, probably so. He would have received it much better. Exactly. Ain't Lou any thoughts your way? No, I just. You, you, you ladies could be correct. You could be. I don't know. Okay. Kevin Zander says, if they don't think that it is a business, ask A.B. <laughs> wow. Well, A.B., we don't story. know what he thinks. Sure. He thought, I, I think A.B. thinks this is, uh, what's that circus that comes? Uh, Ringling, Ringling Brothers and Barney Bailey. Oh, no. That's what A.B. <laughs> thinks. NFL is a circus. <laughs> But three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. But yeah, I I just uh, I don't know. I hope that it I hope it doesn't affect the play because you know sometimes uh, what was it? Who was this? Um, mm, I can't remember. It was somebody on first take. I think no, it might have been Ryan Clark, and he said that. Um, you know, he had been in that position. No, it wasn't Ryan Clark. It was somebody else. But anyway, they were saying that they had been in that position before. And it's like, you know, when you're a rookie and you first come to the team, you're just all gung-ho. And you're like, I would run through a brick wall for this coach, for this organization. Woo, 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 woo. And then when you find out the business aspect of it, you're like, okay, well, they're going to look out for themselves. I need to look out for myself. And you kind of change the way you approach, you know, your study, you, the way you approach your, you know, just how you play. So I would hate to, to see that happen because he is truly a talent. I mean, he is he is must must see TV. So um, I do hope that they can come to some type of understanding. I hope that it doesn't just kind of they just let it 
let water go under the bridge and they don't discuss it and address it. I do hope they are able to, you know, get everything out on the table and then be able to move successfully forward because this is the last thing the Jets need. They're already in turmoil. I mean, the quarterback had mono for, for Christ's sake. What grown man gets mono? So we won't talk about that. All right. Three four seven eight two six seven nine. All right, so let's go ahead and get some more news here. Uh, real quick, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, they have decided to bench their quarterback, Andrew Dalton, and no um, no worse than that. He found out on his birthday that he had lost his job to the uh, rookie quarterback, uh, Finley, Ryan Finley. He's, uh, Finley was their 104th overall pick in this year's draft. So they are sitting down Andy Dalton and going with their rookie. Um, also in news and notes, so the Patriots. It's the Patriots and... The Falcons, and I thought there was one more, but maybe not. Maybe it's just the Falcons. Okay. So the Patriots, they have let their kicker go. They cut Mike Nugent, and they have now picked up kicker Nick Folk. And the Falcons, they waived their kicker, Matt Bryant, and um, signed Young Youngway Koo. Now, ladies. Okay, stop right there. Okay. I need to take a step back. Um. What did you mention before we started talking about the kicker? Um, Andy Dalton? Yes. Okay, so let me ask you a question, Ms. Jackson. Uh-huh. Do you really think them changing the, the quarterback is going to make a difference? Do you think that this is going to be – because, you know, it's on, just like it's only two teams right now that, that are undefeated. It's only two teams right now that still haven't won a game. So do you think that this is going to catapult them to then actually winning a game? I absolutely think this is not going to make a bit of difference. There you Andy go. Thank you so much not for that. the reason why they are losing. Thank you so much. Okay. I just need to see where your head was at. Okay, moving on. Thank you so much. I absolutely not. And they, I think they're going, to, they're going to find out sooner than later that this rookie quarterback – They'll be back to Dalton probably in, in a couple of weeks. I don't know if they've had their bye yet, the, the Bengals. I don't think they have. No, they haven't. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this, they're going to regret this decision. And I, I don't see this being the last that we see of Andy Dalton. And if, it was, if I was Andy, I would go ahead and just sit out. I'd say, well, shoot, you, you thought he was going to be better? We'll roll with it. But he, he did say <laughs> that he was, um, he was a bit, uh, I won't say irritated, but he was like, well, you know, I wish I could have kind of tested the trade waters, you know, before the deadline. He said, you know, it's just kind of unfortunate that they made the decision now and the deadline has passed. So it'll come back to bite them, though. Yeah. I think they – I think the Bengals have their um, bye this week, don't they? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think they're on a bye with us this week. Week nine, they do. They do. They do? Yeah. Okay. So, so, they're, so they're thinking that they can get the uh, quarterback, I guess, a week Weeks worth of time in with the with the number one. Um, I don't know. I just I definitely don't think it's gonna make any difference for the team. Just, just, just right away. They I, really, I agree. In most of the games. it's not like they've been blowing out or anything. So it, it's definitely not the quarterback. But we'll see. Only time will tell. But ladies, all right. So with the uh, with the news that the Falcons have waived kicker Matt Bryant. Um, do you think that that was a good move? Now, we do know that he missed, what, two kicks? No. In the game on Sunday against the Seahawks. 
Um, I think he, what is he missed like a total of five this season? Yes, about five. But I do not to answer your question. I do not think that it was a good move, even though I think it's possible that we could have won that game. Possible, but you know he did. He missed two field goals in the Sunday mm-hmm. game, and last week I think he missed um, a field goal. Um, but I do not think that that was a good idea for them to to get rid of him. But you know, since he had that injury, he hasn't been good at really, you know, kicking field goals. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been as consistent. Mm-mm. Not at all. Okay. Because it's more than one piece. He's not the only piece of the puzzle that's not plugged in right. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the whole team. It's the, you know, it's the offense, the defense, and as much as going to the, uh, no, the head. It starts at the head. Right. With the coaches. Right. So, no, I, I don't oh. think that that was the case. And with kickers, too, you know, it's not just the kicker. You got to have the right, um, you know, the, the ball has to be hiked right. You got to have the placement right, so the holder. You know, so a lot of people forget mm-hmm. that it's not every time that a kicker misses a kick, it's not always the kicker's fault. And then you have to take, now, this is in y'all's instance here because you stay indoors, but still you have to consider weather sometimes. But, yeah, y'all didn't have that problem. But, um, Janae, yeah, but that was thank you, thank you, Tina, for just, uh, you know, y'all just getting these digs in. It's okay. We're going to take these L's right now because it's not always going to be like this. But right. what I will say is I am I am more than irritated. This is the second time that they've let him go. It will be different if, now, it could, let me just be clear. You know, we all have our favorites in each position, and he, for me, happens to be one of the greatest kickers ever. So it could very well be that I'm just being nostalgic because I love him so much as a in his position. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm, I was a little frustrated with the fact that he missed. He, that is a rarity for him. He never misses two kicks in a game. So I, I was, I, I am a little taken aback by that. And like Miss um, Terry said, it could very well be due to, you know, the past injury that he had. But I still do not think that this was the best move. Just like you have um, – and you and I talk about this all the time. Just it, it takes it, it's about your coaching staff. If you can't get your coaching staff in, in, in order, then what's the point in doing and making any moves? You want to move something? How about and, and I hate to keep saying this, but I told you a few weeks ago that that week that I missed the show um, when you texted me and we were talking about it. They need to shake the tree. It's time to stop playing. There is no reason in the world with all the talent that we have on this team that we should be in the state that we're in right now. That is totally, it makes no that sense. Is totally I agree. So getting rid of a kicker, and, and that's and that's not just for us. That's for the for the Patriots too. I, I mean, and that I just really don't understand. Considering they're right now one of the only two teams that are undefeated. What what is what are y'all doing? So what you doing, Bob? What you doing? Well, he's been missing some kicks though. He's been missing but some, like you know, but they're still winning. I mean, of course, it's not it's not having an effect on the outcome of the game, but. I guess they're saying, you know, why wait? I don't know. But I guess I don't know. Shout out to Kevin Sanders. He said he has to leave the show. Um, I don't know if you're still on, Kevin, but uh, if you don't want to chime in real quick on your situation, 
Um, do you think it was a good move for you guys to cut um, uh, Mike Nugent? But, I, I mean, I don't know. Is, is it just me or are the kickers just really having a hard time the past, like, two to three seasons? It seems like once they move that extra extra point back a little bit, it's like it's more pressure because we never have this many missed kicks in 50 yards. Right. That's not saying if these were like 55 yards, 58 yards that were being missed. But 41, um, I think the, the Bears kicker, well, the, no, the Bears kicker was 41. I think somebody, uh, what was that kick that, that, that Bryant missed for the uh, against the, the Cardinals? Wasn't that like in the 30s? Wasn't it like 39 yards or something? Which is crazy because the, the thing that he's known for is making those long-distance kicks. It's like, what are you hey. doing? What is happening right now? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, But, of course, you know, when when things are going bad, you, you want to try to find a way to stop bleeding. And a lot of times people don't want to look in the mirror. Putting a Band-Aid on a bullet hole is not going to stop the bleeding. Let's be clear about that. That's true. That is so true. That is true, but you know, like I said, sometimes it's hard to take that look in the mirror and and see the shoot a bullet hole. So, <laughs> but I have a feeling that our bank is going to have plenty of mirrors up over this bye week, and uh, by the yeah. time the the fuckers come back, it, it might be a new sheriff in town. I, I just don't know. But um, I mean, are you? And let's just play play hypothetical. If they were to let Dan Quinn go, are you are you confident in any of your your coordinator? Nope. No, especially See, not so. that offensive coordinator. Nope. Uh-uh. Yeah. It might be you have to roll with the one you got now until, you know, but but I'm pretty sure that there are you know, resumes being looked at um, from from that owner's, you know, from that owner's box. I don't know. The yeah, one thing, sure it the is. The one thing that always do, does us in when we get in these situations, though, and, and I admire this about him, Arthur Blank, when he finds that piece that he absolutely thinks is, well, he is very loyal to his people. It, they have to actually take it to the, I mean, to the extreme of, okay, we cannot, we, it's no way possible to come back from this before he finally, you know, starts to let people go because he held on to, um, Oh, I can't think of his name right now. He's a defensive coordinator for somebody. I cannot think of his name, but he held on to him for entirely too long. I'm like, okay, dude, it's about time to, to stop playing. And I think that at this point, I think at this point, it's it's time. It's time for us to do something else. But the only thing that worries me is we don't, I don't, I, I, short of them being able to talk, um, goodness I can't think of his name right now either I'm sorry my head is hurt but um I'm sure of being able to bring the old uh Colts coach back there's no talent out there that'll be able to turn us around right now uh, let's just be honest I don't I don't know of anybody that's actually available that will be able to help us at this point mm-hmm. I agree uh Janelle I don't think it is anyone that can help us right now Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure, like I said, I'm pretty sure they got some names in mind that they're definitely thinking about. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. Brian Bestman, Riley, I see you in the house. Michael Terrence Bird in the house, I see you. Andrea Franklin, my uncle John in the house. Alberto, thank y'all so much 
for tuning into the show tonight. Okay, well, I, I put it off as long as I could because I know that, you know, this is going to hurt Janelle, but I do have to talk about it. The Saints. Do you think it was wise for the Saints to bring back Drew Brees one week prior to their No. I think they should have left because they were rolling. That's the one thing that has blown my mind because everybody always talks about the fact that Drew Brees is the one who, you know, makes that team. I, it is amazing to me that they have been able to kill it, even with him being out. I think they should have left it alone. Yeah, even with wins. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, Lou, your thoughts? If he's not totally healed, uh, they should should have left him out. But if he feels like he can come back and play, then bring mm-hmm. him back. But as, as Janelle said, they uh, they have been doing well without him. But I would prefer him to fully recover instead of putting him out there, you know, half. Right. Half healed, half injured. Okay. Terry? Yeah, I think they could have waited. I mean, I, it, it wouldn't have hurt anything, if you know, mm-hmm. if he had stayed out. Because, I mean, they've been doing really well. So, yeah, yeah, I don't think anybody – yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think anybody expects Terry, Teddy, uh, Teddy Bridgewater to go five and zero. Oh. I think anybody that thought that they lying. So just go ahead and, and stop that. But I did think that they would probably go like three and two. They would maybe lose two games with Drew Brees being out. So for the simple fact that he has won, he's been five and zero. Oh, just go ahead and give him that extra game. That's funny because I was talking to my dad about this. You know, he's a, um, a diehard Saints fan. Actually, all of my family are diehard Saints fans on my dad's side, except for me. But <laughs> and my brother. But um, but he was saying that because they won, of course, he doesn't have a problem with it. I'm, mean, you know, kind of saying it kind of knocks the rust off and you know gives him time to check his hand out, see how it is, see how you know have them get back in the rhythm, and then now he has a week to rest. And then they could come back, you know, full steam ahead for the second half of the season. And I totally disagree with that because my my thing is, okay, you come back for a week. Now you have to sit out for for a week. So let's just say, you know, you need to know how it's going to react week after week. You can't play. And then let's say, like, if he has, like, some, some soreness or whatever. Well, now he has a week to recuperate. But what happens when he comes back the next week? You know, if he has soreness, he's not going to be able to sit out because that's going to be the remainder of your season. And I'm with you, Aunt Lou. If he wasn't totally healed, now, who's to say he was wasn't totally healed? But I don't know if Drew Brees would have been totally honest with him either. So I think as long as the coaching staff gave him the okay, he was going to say that he was fully healed. Um, mm-hmm. But like I said, it, it all worked out for them because you know they won the game and he did have you know a stellar uh, a stellar showing. But I just think that. Give Teddy Bridgewater that one more game. It's only one more game before the bye. Now, had their bye not been up, maybe okay if he was ready to come back. But since the bye is coming up, come on, let Bridgewater, you know, ride out one more game, and then you know bring bring Brees back fresh after the bye. So I don't know. I'm I'm a little just disappointed in the Saints front office or, or the coaching staff. I think that they should have just gave Bridgewater one more, you know, one more shot at it. But they are saying that there are, are a lot of, you know, inquiries about Bridgewater. And if the Saints are smart, they will not engage. I think they have found their backup. So, 
we'll have to see, you know, how that goes. Um, but I don't know. I think that I think they could have waited and just it, just out of respect for, for Bridgewater. But we all know it's a business, and they don't care. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. So on that note, we're gonna put a pin in it, and we're going to jump to a quick break, and then it will be time. It will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. And ooh, I can't wait for these lyrics tonight. I have a feeling it's gonna be raining on the south. But I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably going to be real from a sport. And I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I think it's going to So after the break. <laughs> All right, so we'll be right back. It's LL Sports 2 with the fifth of foursome. Hey, Lou, Terry, Danelle, and TJ will be back right after the break.
Oh, yes, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. A little Yarbrough and Peoples for you there. Old school music. Don't stop. That's what I, I don't want my 49ers to stop winning. But right now, as I said before the break, you already know what time it is. What time is it that you ask for? The clock on the wall says it is time for the baddest lady in the land. When her pen is that pad Yes, it is time for Miss Lucinda's lyrics So Miss Lucinda What do you have on tap for us tonight? Good evening, ladies and love We completed NFL Week 8 And TJ and I have a reason to celebrate TJ's 49ers slaughtered the Panthers 51-13 to they play like a well or winning machine. Kevin Coleman scored four touchdowns. They had seven sacks and three interceptions. They weren't playing around. The Panthers had won four games straight, but Garoppolo and team wouldn't let them out the game. This was their highest scoring game in 26 years. So I have to give the 49ers Their offense was prolific, and their defense was stellar. They're playing like number one fella. My Seahawks defeated Miss Carey and Danielle Falcons 27-20. to 20. Their opportunities to win were plenty. We led 24-0 at halftime, but the Falcons showed up in the second half on prime. Wilson completed 14 of 20 passes for 182 yards with no interception. Falcons' Julio Jones had 10 catches for 152 yards heading in the right direction. The question is, will Coach Dan Quinn be fired? Because the Falcons seem to be really tired. I'm trying not to be critical and wired. I just want to inspire. I said, no, you didn't end it lyrically. Lyrical. I really did. I really did. In song. In song. What was so bad? Thank you, I Thank you, A. Lou. That's the world oil winning machine. I like that right there. I like that. Well oil winning I didn't go too deep on them, did I, TJ? I really didn't. I tried not to. I tried not to be critical and wired because you know I get hyped up. You did. I, 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 I did. Did I? You did. Considering that you beat them, <laughs> yes, I am very proud of you. Extremely proud. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right. Janelle, Terry, aren't 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 you proud of Amos? Yes, I am. I am very Perfect. proud of her tonight. Thank you, Miss Terry. Janelle. You're welcome. Uh, let me just say this. Um, I appreciate the fact that she did not go in on us the way she normally does. I'm always right. proud of her because she does a fantastic job on her lyrics. But I would just like to set the record straight. Oh, that that's a record. Regardless to, yes, you know where I got yes. that from. I was, I was 
would just like to set it straight and, and let you know that it does not matter if we went a little. I always have a reason. Always have a reason to celebrate. Thank you very much. I woke up this morning, and I love the God that I serve. So, yes, I always have a reason to celebrate. Thank you so much. Amen. You go on with your bad self, girl. Because your happiness is not dependent on how well your team does. That is so wonderful. There it is. I'm telling you, most people like that because, you know, you should let have whether your team is winning or losing dictate to you how you feel and your everyday well-being. I heard that. Let me tell you something. If you were 70, no, you would feel like Tina, I knew it was coming.
looks like we will be uh, gaining our uh, couple of our cornerstone uh, missing pieces. So, <laughs> well, actually, we just might be getting better. Woo! Okay, and with that, let's um, the both the brothers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to both the brothers. This is the first time I think it was like since 19. Ooh, I thought I had it written down. But um, both the brothers, Joey of the L.A. Chargers and Nick of my San Francisco 49ers, they uh, swept the weekly defensive honors. So AFC defensive honors went to Joey Bosa and NFC went to Nick. They had a combined five sacks, but Nick had three of the five. All right, and uh, okay, so that wraps up our NFL news and notes. And real quick before we jump into uh, jump into our picks, uh, ladies, real quick, have you been watching World Series? Anybody? No. 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 Okay. It's really been exciting, though, y'all. I mean, even you know, I'm not an avid baseball fan. Y'all remember, um, you know, co-host Tiff. She was she was the the, the diehard. But we're telling you, this World Series has one to be one to watch. No home team has won a game yet. So every road team, each, each game, the road team is won. So now they are in. Um, what are they? I think they're in Washington. No, nope, they're in Houston. No. Where are they? Yeah, they're in Houston because Washington won last night. So this is game seven tonight. It's for all the marbles, kick, boo, everything. Somebody has got to win. So this has been shaping up to be a wonderful World Series. And um, I think there were some notes here I just wanted to say real quick. Uh, oh, Dave Martinez, their manager. Uh, Janelle, you might appreciate this. He was ejected last night because there was a call um, by an umpire, um, and it was a judgment call, but everyone agreed that it was the right call that the uh, first the, the runner, hitter, he was ruled out when he ran to first base because he ran inside of the uh, the, the talk line. Um, it's called something. I thought I had it written down, so I do apologize. Uh, runner interference. He was called for runner interference, so he was called out. And the uh, manager, he was so irate. Man had done had heart surgery and everything, so they had to pull him back, like literally. But he was the first manager to be ejected from a World Series game since who? Da, 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 da. Bobby Cox, 1996. Head <laughs> out to the Atlanta Braves. All right, y'all. <laughs> but with that, uh, real quick, some NBA news and notes. Um, for the Miami Heat, they have reinstated Deion Waiters. Um, he was suspended back on October 19th for conduct detrimental to the team. And I don't know, if, I, I couldn't remember if we had talked about this, but did we talk about the Raptors getting their um, NBA rings? Last week? No. I don't think we did. Okay, no. yes. I, I didn't think we did. But I wanted to mention this because they received the largest ever NBA title ring. So this was their first one in franchise history. Yes, they said it, we might not get another one, so we are going to make history with our ring. So they have the largest ever NBA title ring, 650 diamonds. There's 16 rubies that represent the playoff victories that they needed to win the title. And the diamonds form the Toronto skyline above the word north written in diamonds. Oh, and it doesn't stop there. Their ambassador for the squad, Drake, had his own Raptors championship ring made. Yes, he did. Oh, he had oh wow. The carrots worth of diamonds. Yes. And, um, yeah. So... Can I make an, in addition to that that I meant to uh, mention to you before that really has me ticked off? 
Okay, so you know I'm a, a Timberland fanatic, okay? Okay. So Timberland has a um Timberland has a basketball series boot out, okay? Um the they have a black set that has all of the Eastern Conference and one side has the Eastern Conference and the other uh, shoe has the Western Conference on there. But they also okay. have individuals for the dynasty. They have a bull shoe, they have a Lakers shoe or boot rather. They have a um Houston boot, they have a, a um Boston boot. Now okay. this is what pissed me off. The Rapids have won one game. Why they get their own boot? They won they have one championship. Why they get their own boot? The Rockets? No, the um the Raptors. Oh the Raptors. They have Raptors. a boot too. Well, if you have a boot, you were eligible for a boot. Okay, no. Do you know how many other teams have won at least one championship that don't have a boot? I disagree with that. Well, if you are not a dynasty, you shouldn't have a boot. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I agree with that. I'll agree with that. I'll I'll give you that. Well, you said Houston has, has one, right? I wouldn't consider them a yeah, dynasty. You. They did back to back, but I wouldn't consider them a dynasty. But they've they've won more than one. That's the point, man. Yeah, that's you. You that's missed the point here. We we talking about teams that actually have been significant over the course of at least the last twenty years in basketball. What is the Raptors doing? Hmm. You get one championship and now you get a boot. Well, I mean, maybe in the fashion that they, I don't know, Janelle. Let me stop. But I don't know. Hmm, that's interesting though. I'm gonna have to look into that. Is it nice? Um, is whose boot nice? Well, it's possible. Really cool. I wouldn't buy, but it's possible. Oh, okay. I I'm, I guess I'm just more concerned about the bulls. Oh, the nice? bulls is fire. The bulls is okay. fire. Yeah. All right. The bulls. If we got they something going the on for. Oh, yeah, you know why you out of control right now, woman? Can we just get on with? It? I mean, this is why I'm so excited for my forty nine because my bulls ain't doing nothing, and I don't think they will be relevant just be in this lifetime. That's your forty. Let's just be happy that your forty nine are killing it right now. You no, can't I'm have kidding. all the glory. I'm gonna ride this way. Once football season is over, basketball. This just I might have to pull an A loose. You know what? Yeah. Stop it. Leave ain't little because Mike. I'm just did saying. you see did you did y'all see that we beat the Warriors? <laughs> yes, I saw that. Yes. Beat them I down. I saw that. Y'all so. better recognize who we are and leave ain't Lou alone. Okay. You know what, Ain't Lou, I'm proud of you. Because, you know, I, I just knew you when LeBron came, I knew you were gonna go back to that purple and gold. But I am so proud of you for sticking with the Clippers because I think you made the right move. You got the right one, baby. <laughs> She can't help. I'm, I'm very proud of her because she lasted this long before she busted out in song. But no, we're not doing that tonight. Miss Lucinda got that cover for you tonight. Miss Lucinda, I'm doing that cover for you tonight, ma'am. No, thank you. I'm telling you, they, they coming off the top of my head. I'm telling you, I, I, I really want to do some more. I won't smoke. It's all I'll, in your heart, here we go. baby. It's all in okay. your heart. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Real quick before we run it, go into our picks, um, if you are a first take watcher, uh, ESPN first take, Kevin Durant is going to be in 
studio tomorrow, Halloween. So make sure you catch that. That is going to be, I think, a very good interview because it'll be the first time that he's been, um, him and Stephen A. will be able to like sit across each other live and talk about him, you know, going to the Warriors, his motivation for it. Stephen A. calling, you know, saying that that was the weakest move ever. I know that they have a documentary that they do, uh, Boardroom or something like that. It's on ESPN Plus. But live in studio, Kevin Durant on first take tomorrow. Don't miss it. Oh, I'm watching that. All right, that's DVR. All right, y'all. So with that, let's talk about it. Let's let's see. Not only on my Niners. I want to play. I will not. Eighty. Oh, late. Classic. Girl with seven three. That would be me. Janelle and no, I'm sorry, Aunt Lou and Terry. They tied at 11 and 4, so they're right behind me. And Janelle came in, pulling up the rear, 9 and 6. All right? So that now makes our total overall 80 and 41. Aunt Lou and Terry are tied right behind me, 77 and 44. And Janelle rounding out the pitch, 70 and 51. But I am so proud of Janelle this season because she is at least in the same uh, bracket, at least, you know, the same number. Because sometimes Janelle be so far behind, it's just like, Lord have mercy. Yeah. So there you know what? Hang on in there. Hanging on there. Tina. I'm sorry. I, I'm, try, I'm trying to keep loving you right now. You're taking okay. it too far tonight. Don't loving me. <laughs> you are taking it too far tonight. She's just trying to push me off of it. This is what she is doing.
That's a clean sweep. That's a clean sweep. It surely is. Surely is. All right. Mm-hmm. I need for my boys to show up tomorrow. I really do because you know, and I get complacent. Have to keep our foot on the pedal. So, all right. Now, Sunday. Oh, we have another London game. We have the Texans at the Jaguars, but they're in London. Ooh, this would be a good game, though. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's a good game. Okay, they what? Minshew has really been doing well. The Jaguars uh, are really going well. with the Jaguars. I'm going to go with the Jags. Mm. I'm feeling mm-hmm. adventurous. All right. I don't know. That's at the Jaguars. That's the Linda. Yeah. Mm. Who did you say? I said to Jaguars. Didn't y'all hear me? Isn't that? Oh no. You say JJ is injured. Uh, yeah, JJ White is out. Uh, but they're in London. Okay, so everybody's going with the Jags. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I think I'm going to roll with the Jazz, too. I don't know if, if uh, Deshaun Watson is going to be back at 100%, because that eye was looking pretty rough there. Okay, so that's a clean sweep. We're all rolling with the Jaguars. All right, so now we have the 1 o'clock game, the Bears at the Eagles. Mm. You just never know what they're Isn't this a, isn't this a, um, I want to say this is uh, the they played each other last year for one of the wild card spots, didn't they? They did, and the Bears mm, lost have, with, uh, with field yeah, goal. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Eagle. Yes, okay. yes, that's right. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Eagle. I'm going to go with the Eagle. Okay. I'm going to go with the Eagles as well. Okay. Hey, Lou? I said the she Eagles, said Eagles first. first. Oh, did you? Okay, I'm sorry. All right, that's a clean sweep. We all rolling with the Eagles. Yeah, the Bears, they're just too inconsistent on, on uh, offense, and plus they're at, at Philly, so... All right, that's a clean sweep. All right, then we have the Colts at the Steelers. Colts. Mm. Colts. Okay, yeah. I knew that was. Okay, ladies, Janelle, Terry. Mm. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the Colts. Now. I think I'm going to go with the Colts the way the Steelers were looking the other night because I'm thought the Dolphins was going to win. That that was going to be their first win. <laughs> yeah, they did Steelers look pretty did rough. Look right. I, I was hoping that it was just a little, you know, because Steelers came off of a bye. Yeah. So. I hope that was just a little heat cup there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> heat so, so you going, uh, <laughs> Terry, you going with the Colts? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go. No, I'm going to go with my Steelers. No, I'm going to keep my Steelers. Okay. I'm, okay, I'm going to keep Steelers. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to go with Miss Terry and go with the Steelers. Steelers? Okay. Yeah. Steelers have just been so inconsistent. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. But they at home. They usually do decent yeah. at home. That's the only reason I'm picking them. I don't know. Jacoby Brissett, he's just been showing me a lot. And I think if he can hook up with T.Y. and still his defense just doesn't scare me. I'm I'm rolling with the Colts on the road. <laughs> I might regret that, but we'll, we'll see. 
Um, all right, then we so got the deck. Oh, I'm that's sorry? TJ and I, TJ and I with the coat. Yes, and Terry and Chanel with mm-hmm. the children. All right? Mm-hmm. All right, then we got the deck. That's the talking. This is going to be another yeah. joke game. And I can guarantee you that when this game is over, that the Dolphins are still going to be winless. I'm going with the sorry Jets. All right. I'm going to Jets, too. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. Hey, That's the clean sweep. No. We're all rolling with the no. Jets. All right. This should be a good game, ladies. Vikings at the Chiefs. Chiefs have dropped oh, three yes. straight at the That's going to be good. Vikings. Um. Yeah, they the Vikings. They, the Chiefs not getting ready to take the Vikings. They they doing their thing right now. I will go with. I'm going with the Vikings myself. Team Patrick Mahomes might be returning, but that Kansas City Chiefs defense. The Vikings. I think Dallas took it run all run holes all to them. Yeah, I'm rolling with the Vikings. Man, I hate to say that. That Vikings defense. Yeah. So is that all four? Is that all four? Yes, that is a clean sweep. We are all rolling with the Vikings. All right, then we have the Titans at the Panthers. Panthers. Um, mm. No, I'm going You going to roll with the Titans, Janelle? Yeah, I don't know why, but I'll, I'll roll with them. I suppose I'm still okay. in the tonight. I'll go with the Titans. Okay. All right. Well, Aunt Lou and, and TJ rolling with the Panthers. <clears throat> Janelle and Terry are rolling with the Titans. All right. Then we have the Redskins at the Bills. The Bills. Bills. All right. I think I heard Bills across the board. That's going to be a clean sweep. Y'all don't see the Bills dropping two in a row. All right. Then we have the 4 o'clock games. We have the Bucks at the Seahawks. That's another clean sweep. Uh, We all rolling with the Hawks. Then we have this is going to be a good game, I believe. The Lions at the Raiders. Yeah, that's going to be a good game. Lions for me. Lions? Yeah, I'm going with the Lions. The Raiders, they can do something at home. And the Lions always seem to let me down. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them doing. But well, they won this week. Who the Lions did, yeah. And the Raiders yeah. lost. Raiders almost won. Almost yeah. not a win. It sure is. All right, I'm gonna roll with the Lions one more time. If they don't do it this time, TJ, let them go. All four, clean sweep, right? Clean sweep. That's right. All right, now we got the Packers at the Chargers. Packers. Ooh. Yes, indeed. I'm going with the Packers. Packers. Right. Packers. Ain't Lou? Packers. Packers. Okay, it's that's a clean sweep. Y'all rolling with the Packers. Now, this was tough up for me. Browns at the Broncos. Ain't neither one of these teams. I'm going to go with but I'm going with the Browns. Somebody help me. I need I, my brother's probably fainted uh, right then. I'm going with the Browns with Janelle. Okay. Mm. I'm gonna go with the Browns. I'm gonna go with the Browns. All right. Well, that was that's surprising. Okay, that's a clean sweep. We all rolling with the Browns. 
I just uh, I don't know if Flacco is playing, and the Broncos just haven't shown me nothing. Nothing, but I know Mayfield will probably give them at least two turnovers. All right, then we have the Sunday night game. I think this is going to be the game of the week. Patriots at the Ravens. Patriots. That's gonna be a good game. Yes. Patriots. Yeah, yeah real good those, game. Those Patriots. If the Ravens beat the ball, that's gonna be a tuga tuga tuki. Mm-hmm. So, hey Lou, who are you going with? I'm gonna support you, D'Angelo. I'm gonna support you. If the boys lose, I'll never do it again. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> My mind telling me no. But my heart is telling me to go with the Patriots. Uh-uh. I swear I want to go with the Patriots, though. I think the Ravens The Ravens beat us, so I don't know. I said I always say I'm going with my first mind. I'm rolling with the Ravens. I think the Patriots get their first loss this week. Now, watch them put up a fight. That is wishful thinking. It sure is, and I'm wishing. Wishing on a star. Okay, we got the Cowboys at the Giants on Monday night. Okay. Cowboys. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with them girls, too. I'm going with them girls, too. All right. So, on the Sunday night game, um, I'm going with the Ravens. Y'all are going with the Patriots. And then Monday night, we're all playing sweet with the Cowboys. And with that, it's a wrap, ladies. That's the show. Ready for your shout-out? Janelle, what have you started off today? Why are you picking on me tonight? I don't feel like going first. Okay, um, yes, I, you know what, Miss Lucinda? Woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. Um, <laughs> she is the only person here of late that may have to make me catch myself from saying things that I should not be saying. She is just asking me somebody help me. Um, I bring the words out of you. Yes, you do, and that's a very sad thing. Okay, very sad. Um, TJ, let me just start by saying, again, congratulations. I am so elated for your 49ers right now because you have been taking it for the past couple years from not just not just Miss Lucinda, from everybody. So to see you riding this high, I, I truly appreciate it. I just hate that you riding this high while we riding this low because you keep getting these bigs in on me and Miss Terry, and we don't appreciate that. But we still love you. So let me just yeah. let me just say that. Yeah, let me just say. Miss <laughs> um, <laughs> Terry, we it's okay, Miss Terry. We you and I, we gonna ride or die. That's what we do. It's, uh, That's I just, right. I can't deal with it. We we gonna ride or die. We gonna always be there. Uh, I'm glad you yep. um, did make it to the show tonight because I got nervous when uh, Tina said you was missing. You know, I can't handle these shit on my own no more. It's just they get to be too much. Yes, I was nervous. I, I was nervous. I was nervous. <laughs> I would let you down like this. I, I I love you so much. I sure appreciate that. Um, <laughs> regardless of how much you try. And set my feathers on fire. I promise you, I adore you. You are one of a kind. I promise you are. But I, I enjoy my Wednesday nights with you, ladies, so much. It, it after a rough week, it's always the most pleasurable thing to look forward to these Wednesday nights. Yay! Yay! All right, Miss Perry. I want to give a shout out to my husband Jerome. His birthday is tomorrow. 
A shout out to my youngest daughter. Her birthday is Friday. And a shout out to you ladies for an awesome show. I've enjoyed the dialogue. And Janelle, I wouldn't leave you hanging like that. I'm glad I could be support for you. And Miss Lucinda, you've been kind of quiet tonight. Uh, (laughs) But I love you dearly, and you just keep coming strong with those lyrics. And Tina, words just can't describe. You're just doing an awesome job. Just keep doing what you're doing. Put God first, and everything else will fall in place. You ladies, I love you so dearly. You have a safe and blessed rest of the week. Thank you so much, Barry. Hey, Lou, you're welcome. I just want to say I love all you ladies. Um, I've just been quiet because I'm just a girl in this big old world. And we got these fires going on. So you guys keep us in prayer with the fires. And I want to say... I want to say happy birthday to my daddy. Today is my father's birthday. Happy birthday, daddy. He's in heaven. I think he, well, I don't know how old he might be right about now. If mom was 92, he'd probably be about 97 or 98, something like that, if he was still alive. And uh, I just want to thank God for all of you ladies, and, and, and I just want to say be blessed in everything you do. TJ, you're the best. You're the best in the West. You're my niece. And yes. I love you so much. All right. Thank you, Aunt Lou. Yeah, y'all please um yeah, make sure you y'all safe and uh definitely in our um in my prayers and everything. All right. Amen. Yeah. All right, ladies. Well we'll be back next Wednesday night. Until next time. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your week and y'all be blessed, all right? You too. Love you. Yes. Goodbye, ladies. All right. Goodbye. Bye. That is the number to call to talk to the fearsome foursome on LL Sports 2 with TJ. All right, so real quick here, Wednesday Wikipedia. Uh, What do we have? 1992, Magic Johnson played. Oh, I'm sorry, 1974. In Zaire, Muhammad Ali, he regained his heavyweight boxing title by knocking out George Foreman in the eighth round. In 1992, Magic Johnson, he played his last game in the NBA before retiring for the second and last time. 1997, Violet Palmer, she became the first woman to officiate an NBA game. The game was between the Dallas Mavericks and the Vancouver Grizzlies. And in 2001, Michael Jordan returned to the NBA with the Washington Wizards. Don't know what he did that for, but he did. After three-and-a-half-year retirement, the Wizards lost 93-91 to to the New York Knicks. So that is your Wednesday Wikipedia for October the 30th. All right, so that is going to do it for the show tonight. Vanilla Ice, we celebrated him. He's going to celebrate a birthday tomorrow, turning 52. Birthdays today, Eva Marcel, Marcus Mariota, um, Ivanka Trump, and Nia Long. Nia Long turns 49 today, so happy birthday to them. Happy birthday, um Happy birthday shout-out to a good friend of the family, Uncle Tucker, and definitely want to give a birthday shout-out to Terry's husband and her daughter and to my grandfather, the late, great Tom Taylor, Edward Tom Taylor. <laughs> All right, y'all, shout-out to uh, my main fan, Mr. Silicon Valley himself, Marlon. Shout-out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout-out to Marvin and Harold Chambers. Shout-out to Stephanie, Shanisa, Morgan, Mara, Dee Jackie, and Brianna. Happy birthday shout-out 
uh, as, as I mentioned to our good friend Tully Tucker, ain't Lou for bringing the strength once again with those lyrics. If you missed it, make sure that you catch those. And, of course, a great big shout-out rounding out that fearsome force from Janelle and Terry. Ladies, I love you. I love you. I thank you. I appreciate you. Um, you mean so much to this show, and I don't even think you realize how much you mean. So I thank you, and I appreciate you. Shout-out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. I love you, fellas. And last but by no means least, to my mom, Miss Denise Green. Shout-out to you for everything you do for me and for LL Sports, too. All right, y'all? So that's going to do it for the show tonight. We will be back next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To join us, 347-826-7924. Log on to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 or catch us live and in living color on Facebook Live. Dan, I see you out there. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Jay Michaelis, I see you. All right? So that leaves for, um, only time for only one more thing. That's TJ's Motivational Moment. So... With the influx of reality TV shows, the one thing they continue to show us, that they continue to remind us, what they continue to reveal is how there are some pretty despicable, some pretty grimy, some pretty low-down, dirty scoundrels in this world. Now, I'm not accusing these reality stars of being these types of people because we all know that reality shows are far from reality. But these people are playing a role, a role that unfortunately represents many people in today's society. No morals, no ethics, no conscience. People who could care less how they treat others. People who don't think twice about repeating rumors or lies. Or worse, the adverse effects these rumors or lies will have on those affected or their families. Now, I just stated some people just don't have a conscience. And well, only God can change that. But there are others who may be in pain, so they lash out due to that pain. There are others who are trying to retaliate therefore trying to write something that they feel they were wrong. Then there are those who just want to provoke a reaction. Whatever the motive, they just have a moment of weakness and lash out in these unproductive manners. Not because that's who they are, but because of what they might be going through. With the holidays fast approaching, it just reminds me to stop, take a breath, and remember what's really important in life reminding me that anything or anyone that is not adding positively to my life needs to be removed or replaced with substance. I will always do my best to treat people right regardless of how they treat me. Now you can't make someone treat you how you deserve to be treated, but you can damn sure determine the amount of opportunities you allow them to show you. Because remember, you are the company that you keep. Regardless if it's family, friend, or foe. Everyone doesn't deserve your friendship. Everyone doesn't deserve your love. Everyone doesn't belong in your presence. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have a wonderful weekend. And until next time, be good to others. Be good to yourselves. And most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye.